0: Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Soul Flow Podcast. I'm your host, Jason. And today, um, welcome back, me. (laughs) Uh, I think at this point I've given up on promising any type of consistency, except for the fact I guess I have been consistent in my inconsistency. So, it is what it is. The episodes will come out when they do. If I ever decide to be a type A person and actually create a schedule and stick to it, then I'll go for that, but I am, I don't know, it's its the way it is, I only want to do these when I, when I feel inspired, most of the times when I feel inspired, I'm not around my computer, and then by the time I get there, yeah, I don't know, the message just is gone or has changed, and doesn't feel right. So anyways, hopefully you can get something out of this one. There's a lot of things I guess I could share. Um, I try to just share what works for me, what I see, um, the the things that I focus on, um, working on my intention, um, following my heart, you know, just like the little life lessons that I'm learning where There seems to be some consistencies, talking about consistencies, in the result, I guess. And part of it is is not having an expectation of that result. So I guess I'll talk about that first. So what I'm seeing is in life, working on things with good intentions always works out. There's always either a positive result based on your perspective or there's a lesson. So as long as you go into everything with, um, you know, and honestly, it doesn't even have to be a good intention, but why would you want to go in with a bad intention? Whatever your intention is, you're going to get a result based on that intention is what I'm trying to say. So if I go into a conversation, and my intention is is to fight, and I want to argue, guess what? I'm going to get that, and I'm also going to get lessons in that argument. Um, things are going to be shown to me on the type of person I am. Um, the things that I haven't let go of, the things that I'm still holding on to, right? Which is the exact same thing. But the you know, with the person I'm arguing with. Right. And, but if I go into it with a positive intention of wanting to learn and understand and get some growth, um, maybe help to anything to help our relationship. Right. If I go into it with that, then that's the result I'll get. The difference is, is when you go in with a positive attention, when it starts to get heated, Right. The other person, like we, a lot of the fight that we have, it's because part of the ego doesn't want to let go of the idea we have of ourselves. Part of it is is not wanting to let go of being right or wrong. I mean, there's so many layers to it. So, but I feel like just with everything, um, When I do things for fun, I go into it with an intention of just having fun. And whether it's something that's competitive, where there is an actual winner or loser, even when I'm not the winner, I still have fun because that's my intention. I'm going into it to make the best of it, understanding that I may not come out on top every single time, but I can still have fun along the way. For example, um, and I don't really play that much at all, ever, basketball. Um, I played for years as a kid, and our team (laughs) never made the playoffs. But yet, I kept playing because I still had fun. And honestly, like, I remember I would piss kids off. We would be down, like, 15 points, and I'm still smiling. I'm still smiling. And it's because I know, like, it's it's almost like I I knew your team was better than me, but I feel like we're still besting you. You should be winning by more than 15 or I'm still doing better than you should be allowing me to, if your team is as good as it is. Right. So it's like, just, just things like that. And so I just always enjoyed participating in it because I love basketball and I love the, and there's so many things I love about it, but I'm not going to go into details about basketball. So, do that. Like find your intention. And then on top of intention, which I've been I've focused on intention for years now, um, and found that it's very significant. Um, if you haven't read and I've suggested before, The Power of Intention by Wayne Dyer. Um it's it's a it's a thick read, but it's a good one. Uh, I actually probably should go back and read it again. There's probably stuff I've either forgotten or missed. So, power of intention. There's also the power of your heart. Follow your heart. If you're doing everything out of of nothing but love, you can't go wrong. And I say that from my heart. It's just, to me, it's impossible. I'm doing anything and everything in a loving way. Now, some people may not like it, Some people may not agree with whatever I'm doing, but I'm doing it out of love, whether I'm telling you the type of person you are being right now. I can't tell you who you are because I don't even I'm still working on finding my true self. Right. And to me, the best way to do that is through the heart, because that is where my true self lies is within the heart. And as long as everything's coming from the heart, that's what I think is my true self. And so from the heart, I may tell you or point out what you're doing that's hurting others. Because this this is the thing with life. There's like, I don't know if it's paradoxes or what, but if I'm broken I mean, I feel like we're all kind of broken, or at least slivered. Uh, I'm gonna have interactions with people that's gonna reflect that, and they're gonna reflect it back, right? Like, I can, you know, we can, I can get into it, and I don't know why I'm bringing up just people, but we we learn so much from each other. So if I say something in a loving way, right, I love you but I got to call you out on your shit, right? Whether it's, I feel like I'm trying to avoid using real life examples because I don't want anyone to think I'm talking shit about them. But I just said, I'm coming from the heart. I'm coming with nothing but good intentions. And part of that intention is to learn and understand myself and others. So if I tell you that you're mistreating somebody else, that you're not. It, it, right. And that's just from my perspective. Because to me, if you unconditionally love someone, there are certain things you never do. You never call them mean names. Because there's nothing loving about that. There's a lesson for them to learn about not wanting to be called that way. There's a lesson for them to speak up for themselves. Um. There's also maybe they think that way, right? Like people, if, um, for example, if you, if you think you're overweight, maybe you're not. Maybe you're like, not skinny, but not fat. Maybe you're somewhere in between. Like you're, I don't. And and that, even just saying that, that can look different for everybody, right? So even that perspective. But if you feel that you are unhealthy, then you're going to attract people that are going to kind of reflect that on you, right? They may tell you, or they may subtly, um, you know, sideways comments or whatever, right? They may question you when you go back for seconds, like, dang, you're eating again, right? Like it, or something, or like, oh, you're going to eat all that, right? And maybe it's not even, so Even though I may be defending someone because someone else is treating them wrong, that doesn't change the fact that they are still attract. They they still have that energy that's causing them to be called names. Bullies only bully people that need to be not. I don't want to say need to be bullied. I was bullied. Trust me. Um, Bullies only bully people that think they're weak. They don't mess with strong people. So why is that? Because one, they're cowards. And they only want to, you know, attack people that they know. It's like they only want to pick on the people they know they can win, right? Like shooting fish in a barrel. Like God forbid you actually get in the ocean with your hands and try to try to fight one, right? <laughs> in their environment instead of that. So... So they're attracting it, but I still feel like there, there's still other ways to do that. There's other ways. There's, there's safer, healthier uh, ways to learn and grow. And being verbally and mentally abused by someone else is never right. But with that being said, since we are using real life examples, kind of, I'm not, obviously I'm not saying names i found that, and I'll just use a recent example, I stood up for somebody. And afterwards, I realized I was standing up for myself. I was standing up for little Jason that couldn't or didn't stand up for himself. And yes, I was standing up for someone currently that was in that situation. But it, it was me like... Really just being like, leave him alone because he is me. And it actually has nothing to do with me or nothing to do with them. And if if I didn't need someone to stand up for me or I needed myself to stand up for myself when I was a kid, I wouldn't be doing it right now. Because I wouldn't be able to relate to it. It wouldn't have triggered me, I guess. And I hate using the word trigger. I feel that's that's uh, it's it's overused. It's poor autistic kids. <laughs> I feel like it's it's supposed to. be. Like I'm not autistic. Maybe I am. <laughs> so I don't know where I'm going with this. So intention, right? I'm talking about intention and just just. Just trying to get a deeper understanding of me and who I am and why I do the things I do. So I was telling someone else the other day about healers. Uh, I feel like we're all healers in our own way. But we can only help people heal that have been through what we've been through or something similar. And so those are the type of people we attract in our lives. Uh, I feel like certain people focus on certain um certain categories with healing, whether that's, you know, some people, some, some women do women's circles and that's probably because they, I mean, I'm not judging or like, you know, general, I, I'm generalizing if, if you only want to hold women's circles is probably because whatever happened had to do with a man and you want to save space for women, right? So you want to create a safe space for all women, So they that have been abused or wronged by a man at some point in their life or don't trust men because of some experience. Right. That's your focus. Um, Some people do couples therapy. Right. And that's probably because they've probably been through bad relationships, divorces and have learned how to develop a healthy couples relationship. So now they can share that with people that have been through something similar. There's people that work on childhood traumas. There's people that right. So it's like all these little boxes, right, that people focus on. When it comes to me and healing, I've I'm the healer I am because I've been through so much. I attract a lot of people that need healing in a lot of different ways. And I'm able to help them, to be there for them, to hold space, to help them heal. However you want to look at it, because I've been there, I've been in it, I understand. There has to be a level of understanding. I can't help a woman that's been abused by a man necessarily because I'm not a woman. But I have been abused by a man, so I can still help you in a specific way. And not only that, because I am a man and I'm not like I'm not like, I'm not an abusive man that can actually help women who have been abused by men on a deeper level. One, right? Like by showing them that not all men are like this, right? Cause to me, like women that just don't trust all men, it's, it, there's no difference between that and being a racist, right? You've been wronged by, some, maybe someone was wrong, like wronged you that was from a different race and now you don't trust anyone in that race, right? Like you've been wronged by men and maybe it's like a handful of Excuse me. It really doesn't matter how many. Like, even if a thousand men have done you wrong, there's still, like, billions left in the world. And there's still a percentage of them that are good. And that would not do you wrong. And so, if anything, I want to show people that we're not all bad. There's so much about toxic masculinity and all that. So... That's where I wanted to go with that. I'm a healer. I can help a lot of people heal in a lot of different ways. I've been through a lot of trauma in my life. Um, To be honest, I'm, I'm pretty impressed that I'm not only still here, that I'm actually able to help others, that I've gotten to the point where, like, it's not just me working on myself, that I'm able to share and help others grow, learn about themselves, understand themselves, love themselves more. It's a big one. So... I think that's all I want to say about that. So I have one other thing that I really wanted to share and then I'm probably going to end this. It might be a little shorter than normal, but I don't know. I usually do between 20 and 30 minutes. I was reflecting on people that have come in and out of my life. And it's been it's been a lot. And I'm not talking about people that have passed away. I'm talking about people that are still alive. I've made so many connections. Uh, so, some with people that I've never physically met, online, through common interests, we've connected, we've interacted, and we've like had a little peace in our lives. And I actually, um, I have a coffee mug that says, <laughs> "I don't know what it says." It says like "think positively" or something, something about positivity, being positive, be positive, and that was gifted to me years ago by someone that I met through a law of attraction group. Um, And through that group, uh, I kind of inspired her to start a Facebook group where all she does is post about positive positivity, positive quotes, motivational quotes, like every single day she's been doing it for years now. And I'm not the sole reason she did it, but I, definitely see I had a piece in that but then like I see how much she's inspired me and and how much she saw in me that helped me kind of you know believe in myself right like because if I'm inspiring someone to do something amazing and I see it it's like damn I was able to like kind of be a piece of the greatness that she's doing which is such an honor it's so humbling and so to me she's an angel and so, like, the more I was reflecting on this, I was like, these people that come in and out of our lives, like, I feel like sometimes they're just angels. They're like these angels that come into our lives to either protect us in a moment, to remind us of who we are, to remind us of how much we deserve, to remind us how amazing we are, how inspiring we are, like, all of that. Whatever, whatever you need in that moment, those are your angels. They're not some mystical, magical, spiritual entities not that those don't exist, but that's not what this conversation is about. And so, I wondered how many people that I've I've been that to them because there's been so many to me, and I hope it's I hope I've been given as much as I've been getting. And so, I want to leave you with this: right, be someone's angel. Understand that people are going to come into your life, and they're not all going to stay all the time and it's not even going to be bad like i have people like i said i have plenty of people that i've had deep connections with that we've talked like we've had friend we like i still consider them friends i just don't see them anymore they're just not around anymore they're still there um for whatever reason there's just not that need for us to interact unfortunately because i have so many people come in th- through my journey um be physically impossible for me to maintain friendships with all of them in like a constant friendship like I couldn't text all of them every week because my phone I'd just be inundated with text messages so it's just about being someone's angel like be there for someone as long as they need you and understand that you know that that relationship may change but it may not it may just grow into this beautiful friendship but even that it may grow into a friendship that lasts 4 or 5 years and then it fizzles out you guys go your separate ways but that to me that doesn't matter like just making it meaningful and purposeful in those moments to be someone's angel and that's a lot of what i feel like i do for work is i'm 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 just here to remind you of how fucking amazing you are, of how strong you are, of how beautiful you are, of how loved you are. And you need to love yourself. You need to you need to see that inner strength. And everything you've been through in your life is to show you that. If you're sitting here right now and you're reflecting, and I've probably said this before, but I'll say it again. If you're looking back on your life and you have been through trauma, you have suffered, you have you know, struggled, whether it's physically, mentally, emotionally, financially, relationships, work, whatever. All of the things you've been through in your life, you're still here, you're still moving forward, you're strong, you're resilient. And if you keep focusing on those things, you're going to keep yourself in that space. So know that you got through those. I don't like to use the word survivor. And you're not a victim. Those are just things that happen to you. But they happen to you, and you didn't allow them to stop you from moving. You're still here, which means you are moving forward. You're moving forward every day. You're waking up, you're still making a choice to live. And that means that there's an opportunity. There's an opportunity to improve your situation in any way you need to or you think you need to. I know a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people just struggle to try to find themselves um, and to help others. And this this healing business can be very dicey when it comes to trying to offer authentic healing. I have experienced all kinds of healing workshops, uh, different you know healing modalities, different practices. I don't know all of them, though. And just because I've experienced them and maybe I got something out of them, I'm not just going to learn them to teach them to everybody or to offer them as if I know what I'm talking about. And I see people doing that. I see people just jumping into one topic after the other, after another, and just, and then just loading it all up and offering 50 different ways to help people heal. <clears throat> and the problem with that is, right, is then you become, what's that saying, the uh, jack of all trades, master of none, right? Like you, you're you're not finding your focus, your, your actual purpose, unless your purpose is just to Barely help everybody in every little way you think you can. And so I think it's about fine-tuning what feels right to you, not what's going to make you money. Okay, there is a side tangent. I haven't talked in a while, so there's a lot I need to talk about. Healing as a business. We're just transitioning right into this. The problem with it is it's not a business. when you look at it like a business, you're, you're only, I mean, I don't say only, but once it turns into a business, now you're focusing on how to bring in a specific amount of money in order for you to live. And there's nothing wrong with wanting a certain amount of money to live. But when it comes to healing, are you pricing your, your, your offerings based on the finances you need or are you pricing them based on their worth and value? Because to me, all healing could be overpriced and there's still value in it. I could charge $10,000 for a Reiki session. Is it worth it? If you knew that me working on you could have a substantial shift in your life that then financially would bring in way more than $10,000, right? It's going to completely put you on a trajectory that's going to change your entire life. Yes, it's worth $10,000, but maybe it's not in your budget, right? It's not in your bank account. So when it comes to pricing healing, I feel like it 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 gets affected by your need, not The need of your clients. So for me, I've been told plenty of times that my pricings are too low. But. As a business owner. We have a yoga studio. I use that space. The yoga pays the rent. The yoga pays for the space. So any downtime that I'm offering my healings. Is all profit it's all money that i i won't say i necessarily don't need the extra money does still help it helps me and i and i invest in myself on a daily basis i buy self-care and time developing my own practice so that i can be the best version of myself for the next person right so the more that people come to me the better that i become the more lessons i learn too and so I don't want to raise my prices. I would rather, like, and this is who I am as a healer. I want to help people heal that necessarily can't afford a $115 Reiki session. So I charge 60 There are people that do charge twice as much as me for exactly what I do. Uh, it's worth it. If you find someone and they wor- and they work for you or they're near you or whatever, it's worth it. But then I'm. That's not who I'm trying to attract. If you think I'm too cheap, if you don't think, if you think like you're, I don't know. My price is where it needs to be, and I'm okay with that. And then I'm probably gonna raise my prices after this. I don't know. I don't know. That's not in the plans. Um, but when it comes to the business of healing, I just I see people charging. What I, as either being someone that's been in it or participated in it, I can't justify it from my perspective because I'm, I don't have the financial obligations and expenses that the people do that are, that are facilitating. And so for me, I can't justify it. I'm a numbers person, so I really get into the numbers when it comes to these things. And I see the cost, and especially when I'm aware of the costs and expenses, and in, in you're charging 10 times more than that, like, that's, to me, that you're overcharging. But yet, even though you're overcharging, according to my perspective, it's still worth it if you can afford it. Does that make sense? I hope so if I had a million dollars lying around, I would pay that to go do an ayahuasca ceremony. If, if I, if I had that much expendable income, I would, if that's what they were charging. But that doesn't mean that it has to be right. And so to me, I'm constantly trying to find ways to give people the deepest healing, the most for the least amount of money, the biggest bang for your buck. I want to offer that at the lowest rate possible. And the the amazing thing is, is that the more that we expand our business and our community, and our offerings—the more that we expand that, the the more that I can offer. The more that I can offer for so little. Um, I mean, I feel like I I do ten minute Reiki sessions for ten dollars, and it has. I've I've seen people change, and I, I it's not just it's not me. I I can't even fully take credit for it because you can listen to a 100 motivational videos and all of them will, can, inspire you to move forward in your lives in whatever way they're trying to motivate you or whatever way you need motivation. But yet you still have to do it. I can sit here and I can help you Bring up past traumas and memories that you're holding on to and resentment and regret and fear and anger and doubt. And I can bring all those up and maybe I can move them out of the way for a little bit. But if you want to hold on to them, you're going to hold on to them like you still have to let go. You still have to move forward. You still have to believe in yourself. You still have to love yourself. You still have to do the work. All I'm doing Is just giving you an opportunity, giving you a perspective that hopefully inspires you, snaps you out of whatever it is, wakes you up, realize that's all I can do. And it's funny. I actually just used the saying several times in the last week. You know, I, I can bring you to the water, but I can't make you drink and you're not a horse. I can show you you're amazing, but I can't make you be amazing, but I still see that you are. I can show you you deserve love, but you need to command it. I can show you you deserve respect, but you need to command it. I can show you your strength and power, but you still need to use it in a loving way. There's <clears throat> there's a lot of people out there, you know, so I'm going back to the healing and business, but there's a lot of people out there that think others are fake, that think others are doing things they shouldn't be. Even as I've said earlier, I think people some people spread themselves thin and maybe maybe they are, maybe they're not being authentic in what they're offering. Um, if you offer more than like 10 different things, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you... Switch to that many modes and are just that impeccable in each one. Maybe you are. It's just, it's not in my reality to spread myself that thin. I'm offering a certain amount of things and I'll do them anywhere and everywhere and that's it. And if I add something on, I might take something off. I don't want to spread myself thin in my offerings. I want there to be some type of focus, some common theme even within them, some consistency in what I'm offering. But some some people may be able to do differently. But, and I've said this before, there's a lot of people out there, I mean, I don't want to say a lot, I see a lot of people that feel inauthentic in what they're offering. But I also see healing and growth and learning in experiencing that. If you uh, go to someone that is just trying to make money off of their spiritual experiences, their spiritual healings and learnings that they've had, and maybe they're not being fully authentic because, you know, they just want to generate some type of income off of it, there's there's some discernment for you to learn there, right? You can have your intuition challenged. To understand and learn if these people are being authentic and maybe, maybe they are to you and right, you'll have a deep connection with them and maybe it just takes one person to believe in them for them to shift to being what they've always wanted to be. Right. So there's, to me, there's no reason to worry or stress or even focus on what others are doing. As, as it goes to be right and wrong, they're, they're allowed to live their lives the way they want to. I'm not here to tell you not to or that you're wrong in what you're doing. I don't think there's a wrong way to live this life. There are wrong things you can do to other people. But even in that, like I said, there's still learning. If you want to go around and punch everybody in the face, it's your prerogative. There's also consequences to your actions. At some point, someone might hit you back. Might even knock you out. Then you might decide to change your route. Or not. But at some point, you'll, you'll get your lesson. And I guess, to me, all I do is hope is that everyone's lesson for anything that they may not be doing based on love, that they may be doing based on their traumas, based on you know their fight or flights, based on those type of things, I just hope that you get the most gentle lesson possible. I hope that it's not something significant that could be detrimental to your well-being. But if it is, then that's what you needed, right? I, I don't I don't know. I don't know any other way to put it. So I'm going to leave on that note. There's music in the background. Oh. <laughs> I'm playing some spa music for the dogs. I'm pretty sure you can hear it. Hopefully this doesn't get flagged because of that. Um, I don't really care. I don't make money off of these. I don't need to make money off of these. This is another thing, right? Business. I, I do these for free. If I did them for money, I'd probably record more there be a consistent schedule, but then I feel like it would be less authentic from my perspective. That's how, cause I know me, I know me. If I'm forcing content, I'm not, if I'm forcing myself to talk every week, every other day, every day, whatever the schedule would need to be in order for me to have some financial growth in this, I, I can't work that way. But yet, I could still potentially make money from this doing it this way. And I'm okay with that. If that happens, if anything that would give me an opportunity to then give back because I don't do this for the money. And I do wish that I would record more of these because I feel like I was kind of all over the place today. Here I am being hard on myself. I was all, I feel like I was all over the place today because all of these topics, if I would have sat down and really thought about them a little bit longer, I probably could have gave you a solid 15-20 minute podcast on each topic that I kind of jumped through today instead of like kind of covering three or four things, but this was the fluid flow of my thinking, so I need to realize to not be hard on myself for that. And even up until this point, there may have been people that are like, why are you even saying this, Jason? Like, I listened to the whole thing. It's good. You're good. You're fine. Others might be like, yeah, you were all, all over the place. I'm all over the place because that's where it needs to be. This is the, These are the... These are the experiences that I'm having in my life right now. These are these are the perspectives. These are the things that I'm looking at. These are things that I'm being being brought in my awareness. <clears throat> Excuse me. So on that note, <clears throat> since my throat, <clears> throat is telling me, we're done. We're done. <clears throat> Excuse me. Thank you for listening. I'm ending. Okay, I'm going to end with one little thing. <clears throat> if i can get it out my <laughs> throat is fight me right now um, i had someone that listens to this podcast reach out to me a couple months ago and it touched my heart uh, i've always said that if i can just reach one person I'm doing, I must be doing something right. And I know I've reached more than one person because I see that people come back and watch these or listen to these. And so to the person who sent the email to the person, to the people that have thought about sending me an email or have just gotten anything out of anything I've ever said, know that I do this for you. I I do this because I love you even though I don't know you. Because you deserve to be loved. You're an amazing person. Stop doubting yourself. Believe in yourself. You are worth so much more than you think you are and thank you for supporting me thank thank you to the person that sent me the email i needed to hear that it was at a time when i was questioning myself i was doubting myself i wasn't sure if i was doing things authentically and in, in that moment it reminded me that i was and i stopped questioning myself so as much as this podcast may have inspired you to send that email I needed to hear that email, right? So it's like, I, it's, I mean, if you think about it this way, me being inspired to do this podcast gave you the inspiration to send me a message so that I can move forward. So bringing something full circle, you are my angel. Thank you. I love you. I hope all of you have a wonderful, beautiful day, week, month, life moment, every single moment. It's beautiful and loving. Thank you. Peace.